Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It's Thursday, December 3rd. Thank you for being with us. It's great uh, to have you all and see you all. Uh, we had a great, great, uh, encouraging Bible study for me. I don't know about everybody else. I can't speak to everybody else. But for me, it sure was this morning. Um, and again, I'm sorry. I know that there were a number of people that didn't get the message um, that we were doing it this morning as opposed to yesterday. As I mentioned, I have to fly out early tomorrow at 6 o'clock um, to get to Nashville to do the Huckabee Show. I know you say, well, that's Saturday night. It is Saturday night, the Huckabee Show on TBN. Um, but they record on Friday. So uh, I had to be out for that and didn't want to miss it. Wanted to get back into First Peter, which we did. So uh, it was great. It was a good time. Um, lots going on, uh, I guess. Uh, not, not in the market so much. Uh, there's so much misinformation out there right now. It's a little frustrating to even talk about the markets. For some reason, uh, for some reason. Uh, so what has happened is we have seen the embracing of this whole, I, you know, the, the party-run propaganda machine, some call it a media, but the uh, party-run media slash propaganda uh, machine of the left uh, seems to have garnered the support of the left thinking anyway, uh, Wall Streeters. So uh, everything's all messed up from my perspective, not from your perspective, but from my perspective. Anyway, so that's, um, that's what's happening. So uh, yesterday we had a lot of good news. Uh, didn't really impact the markets were flat yesterday. Uh, right now they look like they are flat, uh, leaning a little bit positive, but uh, flat nonetheless. The S&P did manage to hit a new all-time record high yesterday. Of course, anything in positive territory yesterday would have been an all-time record high since um, Tuesday they hit an all-time record. So today, same deal. Anything positive is going to be a record. Uh, oil <clears throat> sitting at 45.17. It's down uh, about a half of 1% right now. Uh, just went up 45 or just went down 45.09 right now, 45.09. So uh, oil just trying to find its way a little bit, but it looks like it's going to hang um, right here and not paying much attention to OPEC and Brent can't pay any attention to OPEC because they've got to consider uh, the competition of West Texas Intermediate. So uh, they're kind of stuck. 
they're going to just kind of follow us, do whatever we got to do and pay little attention to what they should be doing themselves. I did want to bring up a couple things uh, for, as, a, as a point of clarification. Uh, I'm not making the clarification. I'm going to read the clarification. The clarification came out of the White House yesterday afternoon. So um, the White House uh, decided it would clarify uh, the Attorney General, General Bill Barr's comments about voter, fr voter fraud, pointing to Barr's comments uh, in that same interview with uh, AP. Uh, the campaign uh, litigation as Barr repeated that the campaign litigation is all a civil litigation, which is apart from the DOJ. And it, the DOJ would not be involved in civil cases. Of course not. But apparently... Uh, Barr was trying to clarify that when he made his statement because he's probably right about this. So many people believe, well, it's the president and it's a legal problem and why isn't the DOJ in there? This is uh, not a criminal action yet. That's me saying yet. He didn't say yet. This is not a criminal action. So right now, what we are watching unfold is the testimony uh, in what will be civil cases. Now, uh, the White House press briefing yesterday, again, uh, for clarification, NBC uh, reporter correspondent asked Press Secretary McEnany, uh, given Barr's statement that to date we have not seen any fraud on a scale that could have uh, affected a different outcome of the election. Why doesn't President Trump concede? McEnany said, Barr said the use of federal criminal justice system with allegations that should be made in civil lawsuits, he discerned the fact that there's a growing tendency to use the criminal justice system as sort of a uh, default fix-all and campaign litigation is all civil litigation. She said that's what he was stressing. Now, the DOJ uh, would be involved if it becomes a criminal case. The press secretary is saying that the attorneys and uh, for Barr, quoting Barr, attorneys and the FBI agents have been working to follow up on specific complaints and information they've received. But to date, they have not seen any fraud on a scale that could affect a different outcome of the election. This is me now, my comments. Apparently, the FBI and its investigators are look, watching CNN as their primary source for investigation. That's my thought. Um, anyway, uh, the Attorney General also uh, 
commented on allegations made by Sidney Powell that Dominion voting system changed votes. Barr didn't name Powell, but specifically said there's been one assertion, talking about Powell, he, they assume, that would be systematic fraud, and that would be the claim of the machines being programmed essentially to skew the election results. He went on to say the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, and the Department of Justice have looked into that. And so far, we haven't seen anything to substantiate that. So again, I say that apparently they are watching CNN to glean the information from that. Now, so many of you have seen the interview now that I had with Liberty Council and Matt Staver, who is uh, founder and chairman of Liberty Council, who is the chief legal um, person in the group there. They have offices in Virginia, Washington, D.C., Florida, and um, helping people around the country. It's an incredible ministry. Check it out. Get the newsletter. If you get the newsletter, if you signed up for it, you got some good information yesterday. But go to lc.org, lc.org. Sign up for the newsletter, and I hope you'll become a donor for Liberty Council. They need all the help they can get. But it is a 501c3. It is a ministry. And um, hopefully when you sign up for the newsletter, they'll send you yesterday's. But nonetheless... Um, well, I can't say it because we're up against the break. I'll say it when we get back. Today is Rapid Fire Thursday. I will not be here tomorrow. Cue your call up. You're going to be the first call that I take as soon as we get back. 610 363 1110. Our faith and values shouldn't be compromised by the way we invest. Our faith and values that we share should guide us in the way that we invest. Make sure that you are investing in companies whose policies and practices align with pro-life, pro-family values. Visit thetimothyplan.com or call for more information. Advance the kingdom in the way that you invest. He made me come but I loved it. The town hall meeting uh, with Dan Celia is a place where you're gonna find out information that you won't get anywhere else. Uh, honestly, he's the only person that I can really trust with any kind of financial advice. I believe that Dan is really speaking from the heart. I think that he has definitely done the research and he understands what's going on, not only with the finances, but with the country in general. I think young people should care about finance because right now we are in $18 trillion in debt. And um, that's not my parents' debt, that's my debt now. Uh, the, the team that comes with him is awesome, and you get a chance to actually meet everybody. And he has a really good presentation. He's very winsome and very engaging. Definitely take his knowledge and then go out and do something with it. Hi, I'm Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I hope you can join us for one of our upcoming town hall meetings. It's a lot of fun, it's free, and I know you'll enjoy it. 
I hope you'll register today. In November of 1620, the Pilgrims came to America with the hope of building a civilization that would one day be a shining city on a hill. At the American Family Association, we believe that dream is still worth fighting for. We believe that marriage was instituted by God, that families are worth preserving, and that every human life is worth protecting. We are the American Family Association. America at the crossroads. Register, and I hope... Six ten three six three eleven ten six ten three six three eleven ten. If you want to cue your call up, as I mentioned, today is Rapid Fire Friday. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday. I'm sorry, it's a Rapid Fire Thursday, and um, we're. I'm heading out early. I got to get to Nashville. Uh, be on the Huckabee Show Saturday, but we record tomorrow, so we'll be out doing that. And I hope you'll um, hope you'll tune in. I hope more, more importantly, I hope you'll encourage, encourage TBN, encourage them for the Huckabee show, of course, and encourage them, uh, that, uh, I was, I was on the airwaves there and, uh, that, that'd be, that'd be great for us and for our ministry. So do that. And I hope you'll watch. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I have no idea. It'll be probably a three minute conversation. I can't say anything in three minutes, nothing. Anyway, uh, Sharna uh, Burt is with us. She is back. She was not here Tuesday. She couldn't be here. And uh, she is here for this rapid fire. Shanna, welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I'm still cracking up. What? You I can't bet. say anything in three minutes. <laughs> oh, I can't. No. My wife always laughs. Yvonne laughs when people say, you know, can you keep it short? She's like, oh, brother. <laughs> you know, it's uh, That's like the pastor saying this is he's closing. On yes. This. <laughs> yeah. They say I'm closing and closing four times later. They're still saying in closing. I know. Um, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. But it's it is hard. Here. But you know, C.S. Lewis made a great quote. I can't think of it, but talking about um, he wasn't smart enough to um, say things quickly or write things quickly. It is hard. It's hard to to say things. My my my. I'm always compelled to explain. You know, I feel like well, there's somebody that didn't understand that, and that'll make me feel bad. So I need to explain it. So. That's well, I have to say, I think you think out loud a lot. Too, I do. I do. Which is yeah. fine. I don't think out loud because. <laughs> You're afraid of what might come out. That's <laughs> yes. you. No, I didn't mean to say that. Wait a minute. Right. Yeah. I, I understand. Uh, well, um, I'm glad you're with us, Shannon. We're, we're watching, uh, as I know you are, with, with markets and such. And uh, because I'm not going to be here, we thought we'd fire through some calls as quick as we can. So I hope you'll jump okay. in, jump in when you can. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. it's a little bit easier. We don't have that delay that we were dealing with last time. Yeah, you that were, was rough. <laughs> you were on the air. That was really rough. Um, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that. We'll get started. Let me go to, uh, 
David. David's calling from Texas. Hi, David. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. I knew I knew we had something in common when we were those, you know, fast talkers. Yes, of, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's God bless my. You guys. Thank you. Quick question, uh, two-part question. I know you did some notes on the buy list. I'm a partner. I know you did some notes on the buy list versus the broad list, but my main question is, is from time to time I may miss some of the updated commentaries and sell lists. I know most of the stocks that you recommend are, you know, 8 to 10 years, even though, you know, they may grow in a short period of time or vice versa. But my main question is, if they, if they come off your if I understand your broad list right, if they come off your buy list, then what, does that mean that they're a sell or do you just? No, no, no. So anything that comes off the buy list just means it's a hold. So that's the way I understand. Yeah. You had the opportunity to buy it and now you, you hold it. Um, And it's always a hold unless it ends up on the sell list at some point in time. And generally, things end up on the sell list because I'm afraid of where they're going or they're no longer biblically responsible, in which case they'll come off the broad list too, um, or uh, they're up so much that I think it's time to just, um, you know, take at least a profit. Well, and, we're right. ahead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And if they're a sell, there's an alert that's issued. So yes. Keep tabs on your email. Yeah. You'll see that I there. Once you get to. your portfolio I- built, you're kind of, you know, yeah. just watching for those sales. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I know it's hard to do that. A lot of people miss it. I can't even begin to tell you what I miss on my email, but um, <laughs> we, do get, we do get caught up in that. And I, I try to do that. And also, which I haven't been as good at lately, but I try to leave it on my sell list for, A bit. yeah, for, for more than three or four weeks. You know, I try to leave it on okay, there. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, then I, I think I'm doing okay. I just... You know, I, it, I hadn't been in it in a while, and then I just added, because I wasn't adding too much, and then I, I added some stuff in uh, and and uh, made some transfers, and then I was looking out, like, and then I added some of the stuff that you had recommended on one of your alerts, because mm-hmm. I, I used, it, used the money for those things, and uh, I just got to thinking, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm, if I'm this one that I'm holding on to that I should have got rid of, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can All also right. check that, that uh, tab on the partner page that says uh, partners and alerts, and you can go down and you can see the recent alerts. Yeah, that's another uh, good thing to do, yeah. Sh- Shannon knows awesome. my website better than I know it, so that's good. Y'all take care. I'm glad All you right. got someone else on, uh, on deck. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, thank you. All right, David. God bless. Thanks, David. Um, let me go to Joe. Joe's calling us from Arkansas. Hey, Joe. Hey, good morning. First time caller. I kind of have a comment, kind of, it's not financial. It's about, like you said, the FBI and them must be getting their, you know, all their stuff from CNN. Well, the question I've got is, you know, the last four years we've been told that, you know, the FBI are good people and it's just the people at the very top that's the corrupt throughout all the Russia, Russia stuff. But can cannot the people in the trenches for the FBI investigate things being Americans and maybe Christians and bring out stuff that is true? I mean, yeah. question, but no, it's frustrating. Absolutely. But it's kind of like a doctor ratting out another doctor just doesn't happen, you know, and, 
And, you know, that's, that's the problem. I don't, I don't want to say that they're corrupt too. That's not the point, but it's just not done. You know, I mean, it, it's in law enforcement in general. I mean, that's just, this is not something that's, that's, that's done. And, um, but the real problem is if it is coming at the top, like everybody's saying, and I believe it is, why is this top, why is the top still there? That's the problem. What are they doing there? There's no accountability. There's exactly, they're free to continue doing what they're doing. And I guess people put their careers ahead of their morals and values if they have morals and values. And it's really, I mean, it's sad. I mean, that's why our country is in the shape it is because they've taken God out of it, out of the forefront of what they do. And, and it's just all about themselves or career. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid you're right. Thank you, Joe. Well, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you weighing it. in. All right. God All bless. Right. Uh, let me go to uh, Steve in Texas. Hey, Steve. Hey, Dan. Thank you so sure. much. Hey, I'll try to be brief here. Uh, three points I want to make. Last caller, I agree 100%. I, I, I don't know. I mean, do, do we not have a constitutional right literally to yank these people out of office at some point when, when they start going rogue like this? I mean, it's supposed to be about the citizens, and yeah. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. Right. You know, what we miss all the time, we've been missing this for the last 30 years. And politicians understand that we've been missing this for the last 30 years. And when we miss something for 30 years, they assume it's never going to change. Um, and, and I know that, uh, that most of our listeners across the country understand this. But it doesn't hurt to reiterate, we have all the power. Yes. Not them. We, the people, have all the power. The Constitution gives us the power. Doesn't give it to politicians. They are representing the people that have all the power. They, don't, they aren't the power themselves. They are the representatives of we, the people, that have all the power. One of the most amazing things to me I just said this to Yvonne last night and she's, you know, she's tired of me, you know, here she, she has the uh, disadvantage of listening to me say the same thing over and over again. But I said to her last night, I said, it's just, I can't believe there hasn't been one democratic congressman that has stood up and said, this is not right. I don't want to be a part of this. I'm going, to be, I'm, regi- I'm going to be an independent or I'm going to be a Republican. But not one has stepped up to say, oh, privately they probably moan and complain. Have they done anything? Do they think in the environment that we're in today they're going to get reelected? Don't they think they would gain if all they care about, which is all they care about, is getting reelected, keeping their job, that's all they care about. If they care about it so much, don't you think it would be a feather in their cap if they stood up and said, we, I can't take this anymore? This well, is wrong? They're not getting any heat over it. They're, what's you that? Know? Yeah. They're not getting any heat over it. Their no. constituents are watching the mainstream media and nobody's bothering them about it. And so, you know, they kind of take the the stance that yep. if nobody's going to notice. Well, and you're I'm right because stand up and the, say what's right. Right. The people are saying, they're not saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy works for me. He works for me. I think I'll call him and tell him to get on the job to do something. I mean, they're not, they're not putting the heat on the representative. We, we are not, I shouldn't say there. We are not putting the, our heat, the heat on the representatives. 
Oh, yeah. you know. And that's and that's my point. I think it's where we step in as the as a citizen and we do that we do the work because they're not doing it and we stop asking our politicians, our representatives to do it because they're not standing up. No. So we take an act I call all the time, but it's not doing any good to the point where it's like as Christians, let's just do a march, let's go out, sit in front of the Capitol, demand a response, demand stuff and and, and make the media cover it. Because it's not getting it's not getting exposed. We're not we're not exactly. we're falling short in the as a yeah. church. And I just feel like it has to start with us because we're depending on everybody else to do the job of the church, and it ain't happening. Yeah, it's yeah, not Steve, happening. Steve, I think you're right. You know, we've settled into this social media mentality where we're we're flipping through the issues. We're overstimulated. We're having all of these things thrown at us on the on social media, and we may see something that piques our attention and gets us going, and we write a response. But you know, then we're off to the next thing, and we're not keeping the pressure on. And that's ex- that's exactly right. That's what that's you, Steve. You're hitting the nail on the head, brother. But that's what's got to happen, and I think it's going to happen. It better happen. I think it's going to happen soon. We'll see how things go with all the litigation and what's going on. But I can't imagine, I can't imagine in a million years that the American patriots, I'm not going to say the American people, American patriots are going to sit back and allow what is obviously evidence of corruption. I, I know you know, the, maybe the DOJ or the FBI or others can't see it. I, I don't know what it takes. I, I, I said to uh, Matt Staver, the, the statistical probability of all of this is impossible. And I know that's not evidence, but it's enough for the people to rise up and say, we can't do this. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you. God bless. We'll be right back. Are you stuck with a low credit score causing you to be denied credit? Then do what Terrence did and go to creditrepair.com. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. Don't let a low credit score hold you back. Knowing that somebody's working for me and fixing my credit and allowing me to still be free to do what I need to do is actually a time saver. Don't wait. Visit creditrepair.com to see how you can get started with a free credit evaluation and game plan insightful, intelligent, and inspiring conversations and information to help you improve the quality of your life. It's all about the business of living. Talk with Audrey. It's news, markets, and politics. Shaken and served with a twist on liquid lunch. Join host John Tobacco weekdays at noon Eastern live on Biz TV. J.G. Wentworth, how can I help you get cash? I want to pay off my debt and move into my own place, but I need cash now to do it. The sooner the better. I hear that a lot. Let's see if we can help. Do you get regular payments from an insurance company? For example, from a personal injury settlement or car accident? Yes, monthly, and it's been working out okay. The thing is, it's my money and I need it now. Right, so how does this sound? In exchange for some or all of your future payments, we give you a lump sum of cash now. I can choose to keep some of my monthly payments and receive a lump sum of cash? That's a win-win. It is. 
And since this isn't a personal loan, there's no credit check. So if you've been impacted by one of these, call today. See how you can turn some or all of your future payments into one lump sum of cash. What will you do with more cash? Buy a car? Get an apartment? Go to school? Don't wait. Start living your dream now. Take the first. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Step. Talk to a J.G. Wentworth representative today. After all, it's your money. Use it when you need it. So call for your free Cash Now quote. Call now and you also get $25 for receiving a quote. You are saving me. Thanks, J.G. Wentworth. You're welcome. What are you waiting for? Call J.G. Wentworth and get cash now. Give J.G. Wentworth a call at 877-CASH-NOW for your free Cash Now quote. That's 877-CASH-NOW. Call now and you will also get $25 for receiving a quote. Don't wait. Call 877-CASH-NOW today. Welcome back. Financial Issues 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. If you want to queue your call up, you're welcome to do it. We have, you know, I, I, I know we were talking about doing rapid fire. We're going to get right back to phones after this segment, but we have Twyla Brace with us. So much going on right now. We are at the end of uh, the Medicare. Uh, every, let's see a show of hands of how many people are sick of the Medicare commercials. Oh, my gosh. They sound like if you don't call them right away, the whole world of Medicare is uh, going to fall apart right beneath you. I mean, it's unbelievable, the commercials. Anyway, Twyla, welcome. Thank you so much, Dan. Glad to be here. Um, So I know you have your mask on, so we might not be able to hear you. I'm just kidding. Um, But so much going on. So I was all excited because I went and got an antibody test. I was relatively certain. I'm, I'm getting ready to do some travel, and I'm relatively certain that I had corona some some months ago, no antibodies. I was bummed. So um, I was really disappointed. I was hoping that I had had it, but I got excited because uh, our operations manager here, K 
came in cheering because she had antibodies. So I said, well, I'm going to take a test. I think I do too, but I didn't. Um, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do because um, I got a email from Delta saying that they are going to, they didn't tell you this, they tell you this now, but they're going to report uh, you, um, they have to report you coming back into the state to the county health department. Oh, Delta Airline? Yeah. Ah. So I said, great. So I guess I'm going to be, um, you know, get a knock on the door. So they're going to have to come find me, I guess, if they want to find me in my 14-day quarantine. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll see how that goes. What's happening that we should know about? Okay, so I think uh, several things. One is just a little bit of an update on the vaccines in case uh, you haven't heard it. But um, yesterday, Fox News was reporting something that I don't think a lot of people have been hearing, and that is that 15% of those who have uh, received the vaccination for COVID-19 during the trials have had significant adverse events, so significant side effects. They didn't go into what those were, but you know, what I know from uh, previous is there's just a lot of, a lot of them might even be receiving many of the symptoms of coronavirus, but there's also things like um, the systemic wide kind of uh, inflammation or, or uh, sickness. So I think we have more to hear on that, but just know the number, 15%. Well, 15% is, 15%. would they allow any other vaccine that had 15%? Side effects? I mean, that seems so high. It seems very high, but not only that. They say that you're not immune, if we can really count that there is immunity, right? But they say you're not immune until you've taken the second one. And there is some concern that people will take the first one. They will experience the side effects of it. And, and, and let's just be clear. There's probably everybody's going to have side effects of it. But 15% are going to have significant side effects. But no matter what, my guess is that the majority of people are going to have some kind of side effects of it, and they're going to decide whether or not they want mm. to take the second one. So we're talking and, about the Pfizer vaccine, apparently, because they're the ones that have two doses. Right. Um, well, I guess we'll know next week as the UK starts administering it, and we'll get a good feel for uh, I guess what it's all about. I mean, I, I take it a little too uh, cavalier, I guess, because I don't plan on getting the vaccine unless they strap me down and hold me down and hunt me down and find me. But um, yeah, I think, you know, uh, but it ought to be concerned. 15% is, is huge. So I wonder if those side effects are going to have, do they pick the, so on a $40,000, a 40,000 uh, person uh, uh, group, are there all age groups? So they have senior citizens in that as well, I would suspect. So I can't recall if they've said what the ages are, but what I do know is that was phase three, and phase three is supposed to be sort of, a, a, you know, the comprehensive scale of whatever, you know, the population could be. So my guess is they've got all colors and all ages and anyone that they could find that would be willing to take it in these different groups. So what about taking into account all the herd immunity that seems to be happening? Uh, everybody I know, which isn't a lot, six people, but 
five of them that got antibody tests have the antibodies and they never knew they had corona. Right. So we don't actually know how many people have had uh, COVID-19. I mean, that is, that's from the very beginning. We haven't known. And, and just uh, yesterday or two days ago came out that they think that the first COVID case in the United States was in December. But uh, months ago, they said they thought co- coronavirus had, was circulating around the world starting in October. But they actually found antibodies uh, by looking back at their uh, Red Cross blood samples, and they found antibodies for coronavirus, COVID-19, in several of the, well, several, almost 100 maybe people, I can't remember the exact number, but, you know, more than just a few. So they're saying that was probably in middle of December that we had it here. And so there's probably a lot of people that have antibodies to it and they just don't know. Now, that said, I just want to be clear that since the very beginning, the antibody test has been called notoriously unreliable. So like you took it and your staff member, whoever that else was, took it, right? And, uh, you know, they have often said you should take it more than once to see if you get the same response. So, I, you know, I just throw that into the mix. Now, the other thing that I would say is um, the CDC Special Committee on Vaccines, um, they voted on Tuesday, so two days ago, they voted who should get the vaccine first. And states do not have to agree with their recommendation. And the, the CDC director hasn't yet signed off on it, as I understand, unless that happened like last night. But um, they decided that the 21 million healthcare workers and the 3 million long-term care residents are the ones that uh, should get the vaccine first. And, you know, my, my question is, what's going to happen, you know, if there are people like you and like me who aren't going to take the vaccine, right? What's going to happen if there's a whole bunch of long-term care residents or their families say, you know, we've heard 15% severe or significant reactions, right? We don't want you to take it. The healthcare workers, are they going to lose their jobs? You know, are they going to be forced to unpaid leave, you know, until they agree to take the vaccine? And this is not a small thing because, you know, this is like forcing you to take a medical procedure that somebody has decided that you should have. Uh, And it could be intrusive. It could be, I mean, it would be intrusive, but it, uh, it could be Uh, dangerous because we don't yet know exactly how dangerous it can be. We have not fully uh, been able to see what the results are long-term of taking this virus. And I think that's one, uh, this vaccine. And I think that's one of the concerns, you know, uh, phase one, phase two, and phase three, a typical trial takes about 10 years, you know, to get a vaccine out. (laughs) And so this is beyond the pale in timing. And we don't really know what that means. Wow. Um, I would suspect that money is going to drive um, these pharmaceutical companies to try to uh, hide, cover up, and the media as well to cover up what what, uh, some of these side effects are going to be. I'm surprised it was reported, to be honest with you, anywhere. I don't, I'm done with Fox News, so I don't watch them anymore, but um, I, I didn't hear it reported on Newsmax or, you know, One America News. So I wonder well, if that's going to be intentionally silenced. Well, for one thing, you know, Pfizer and Moderna already have U.S. money. I believe they already have yes. maybe European money they you know for 100 million doses each of them 1.95 
billion dollars to one and one point, maybe it was two, five billion for the mm-hmm. other. Don't quote me on those, but that's pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty close. So that's, yeah. that's already been uh, promised or given or partially given for 100 million doses with the idea that they could have more beyond that. Sure. For them. Yeah, interesting. What else is something we need to be on alert? Okay, so I think that what's happening with quarantine and with hospitals is really yeah. interesting. So one thing that the CDC has done is said that, okay, we're going to shorten the quarantine. Now, this is interesting. They're going to shorten it to 7 to 10 days in hopes that people will stick to it. Now, if this is a real thing and they claim to have knowledge, they would never shorten it. Right? right. They absolutely. It has to be 14 days. So why why this sudden 7 to 10? Because we've never needed 14? Because we don't actually know if quarantines work, right? I, I think this is very interesting. But what is happening and what we know is happening is, you know, you're hearing those complaints or those headlines about hospitals are full, they're at mm-hmm. capacity. They don't know what to do. Well, I have heard from doctors that this is, in some extent, this is true. They've got a whole bunch of patients in. But um, but why is that? Well, one of the reasons that that is is because of this quarantine. So some staff member, you know, gets um, uh, exposed to it, and suddenly they have to go into quarantine, and they're not available to be a hospital worker. Now, that said, the CDC does allow hospitals, if they are totally short-staffed, to allow those who have been exposed to actually take care of patients. I bet patients don't know that. So this all just leads you to the whole fuzzy thinking, non-scientific thinking about this. You have to be quarantined unless the hospital is short-staffed, and then we can actually have you with other patients, or maybe you could expose them. I mean, what do we really believe about exposure, um, transmission, quarantine, when there's all this nebulousness? And now the CDC comes out and says, we're going to shorten quarantine in hopes that people... Well, I don't know what we really believe, but I know that we don't know what we think we know or been told we know. That's for sure. Uh, CCHfreedom.org. Folks, I urge you to go to CCHfreedom.org. CCHfreedom.org. And you'll get all the information that Twyla can get on her website. and You'll get her newsletter if you sign up for it. CCHfreedom.org. Thank you, Twyla. I sure appreciate you being with us. Thank you, Dan. All right. I pray that I can be a great role model for him. I pray that in these trying times that I can lead him in a way that I know will leave a godly imprint on his heart forever. And And to show her how to live a life that is pure. I want her to understand how precious life is and to to take take care of his body. To eat right and exercise and understand that his body is a temple temple of of God. God. I pray that our family will love Jesus, read his word daily, and obey his teaching. The values that we share should guide us in the way that we invest. Make sure that you are investing in companies whose policies and practices align with pro-life, pro-family values. Visit thetimothyplan.com or call for more information. Advance the kingdom in the way that you invest. Hi, Linda. Looks like you've got a prescription to fill. Any idea how much that's going to cost in there? 
The exact same drug that's $10 at this pharmacy is $150 at this one. GoodRx finds prices and discount coupons on every prescription. Just input the drug name and instantly find savings at virtually every pharmacy in America. Next. What can I do for you? Here's my prescription, and I have a coupon from GoodRx. Nice price. Stop paying too much for your prescriptions with GoodRx. Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course, and I love these flowers. Condoms, Charlie. She wants to know if you brought any condoms. Yeah, I brought some. Eargo, a virtually invisible hearing loss solution with high quality sound and lifetime support. Our Cyber Monday sale has been extended. Get $500 off Eargo Neo Hi-Fi. Don't miss out. We represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. 610-363-1110, 610-363. Eleven ten. You can cue your call up. Let me go to uh, Jim. Jim calling us from Georgia. Hey, Jim. 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 Yes. There you go. Go ahead, Jim. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Long time partner. Long time partner. Good to talk with you. Uh, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. We need your prayers. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Quick, <laughs> quick question. Um, in big cities like this where the real estate market is, is just going crazy, does it make sense now to, to think about buying a principal residence or is, is the timing bad for that? No, I don't think a principal residence, if it's going to be your home for many years, I don't think it makes much difference, to be honest with you, Jim. I've never been a believer in that, in that, you know, I mean, if you're buying something, uh, you're buying a house and you say, you know what, I'm probably going to get transferred in four or five years, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but if you're buying a principal resident, you say, you know, I'm going to make this my home for, you know, who knows, 20, 30 years. I think it's fine. I wouldn't even be concerned about. I think the, the interest rates being what they are on a mortgage are going to um, certainly uh, pay dividends on that buying now uh, as opposed mm -hmm. to the prices. The prices are not going to hold. I believe prices are going to um, either stay steady or go down. Uh, if they continue to go up, they're going to level off at some point in time. I think a lot of it's going to depend upon what kind of economy uh, we are looking at in, in uh, three weeks to, you know, a month and a half, meaning depending upon who the next president's going to be. But um, that, that's, going to, that's going to play a role, no doubt about it. But I got to believe that if uh, President Trump is, uh, stays in the White House, I think builders are going to dramatically increase inventories in as fast a pace as they possibly can. And I think we'll see that start to happen. That'll stabilize prices. But again, if you're looking for a long-term uh, you know, home, uh, then, then I wouldn't wait. Okay, great. Thank you, Dan. All right. Thanks, Jim. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. God bless. Let me go to uh, Carl in Texas. Hey, Carl. Good morning, Dan. This is Carl. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a longtime um, partner, and uh, I want to tell you that uh, following your asset allocation model for, for my age has been great. I, I didn't have a good distribution of portfolio, and I do now, and I thank you so much for that. Uh, my question today uh, is regarding my IRA, and I've heard you commenting about, about IRAs lately. Uh, we're seven, my wife and I are 79 and we have a, 
she has an IRA, a traditional IRA, and, and we really are just using that as an investment account. At our age, uh, do we really need the IRA? Should I transfer it into a Roth, uh, or should I just transfer it into a st- standard in- investment account? Yeah, so do you have a Roth? No, we have a okay. traditional. So you can't open a Roth anyway um, because you have to have earned income. Ah. So to open it. So that's not even an option. So the, uh, but I, even if it were an option, I would probably, I would tell you to go into uh, an investment account. Now, uh, I think it makes more sense. Are you, do you have heirs that you're leaving your accounts to? Certainly. Yes. So it would make way more sense and better for them uh, if you were to transfer that. You might have to do a gradual, uh, Carl, because you're going to have to pay tax on what you move from the IRA to, to, uh, to that investment account. Uh, and I, and it may, you know, may prove to be somewhat, um, cumbersome from a paying out standpoint, but look, somebody's going to pay those taxes and your heirs are not only going to have to pay the taxes, but they're going to be forced to be taking withdrawals when they might not need to be taking those withdrawals. And um, so that, that puts them at a little bit of a disadvantage. And uh, they're going to, you know, the tax rate for them, if not for us, but the tax rate for them is certainly going to go up. It's only going to get higher. So I, I would suggest that if you want to do the best you can for them, that you would pay a little bit of the taxes uh, or, you know, uh, and, and transfer that over into an investment account. Good. That's what I was thinking, and I appreciate that comment. Uh, have a blessed day and a blessed trip this weekend. Thank you, Carl, and I appreciate your partnership so much. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, and even for himself, you know, he could potentially save himself some taxes down the road by paying them now. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, again, it goes into that whoever is in the White House. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Listen, we can't be so naive to think the taxes aren't going to go up. Uh, They they likely are. I don't think they will under a... Uh, President Trump, I think he is still going to maintain his growth as his pro growth um, uh, philosophy and under and he understands that lower taxes generally, um, you know, they're, they're going to it's going to produce more growth in the economy. There's no doubt about it. And it's interesting. I don't know if you saw this, Shannon, but it's interesting. CFOs complaining and they're concerned right now about uh, higher taxes. Yeah, these are the same CFOs. <laughs> that gave to a Biden campaign, the same C- CFOs that their ideology wouldn't, wouldn't allow them to at least pretend that they're supporting Biden. Now they're going to complain. Really? I mean, what were you thinking? I don't get it. What I were you thinking? All. If you didn't see this coming, then you, you uh, CFOs, your board really needs to replace you because you need to go somewhere else. Because you're not doing a very good job as a CFO if you didn't anticipate this. I mean, really? Yeah, even the media reported it. <laughs> really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, even Joe Biden to. reported it. He said he was going to raise taxes. What, what were you thinking? And now you're going to whine and moan about it? Come on.
It's just, it's nuts. That's the kind of stuff that just drives me crazy. And if I'm the board of, if I'm sitting on the board of directors, uh, one of the first motions I'm making at the next board meeting is the CFO be replaced. I mean, come on. What, but we don't, we wouldn't dare want to do that, but that's what needs to happen. I, now, if I'm an investor in that company, I'm starting to question, why am I investing in a company that the, CEF, the CFO didn't even have enough foresight to see what was going to happen? And now they're whining and moaning about it? Come on, man. Anyway, um, let me go to Bart in Ohio. Hey, Bart. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'll be brief here. Uh, I'm a partner. I'm 68 years old, and uh, I have approximately uh, over a million dollars in my Ohio Deferred comp Compensation account, uh -huh. and I'm still working, and um, I'm still contributing to the account, <laughs> and um, it's currently invested uh, uh, 50% in large cap, 15% in mid cap, and 25% in the small small cap. Um, I will be retiring April uh, next year. And uh, my question is, should I move this money over to uh, the uh, guaranteed return side of the account, you know, in, in order to protect the money from, uh, excuse me, so, uh, from a down, or should I say put where it's at? Uh, so what are you going to do with the money once you retire? You're obviously not going to need all of it, but are you going to, or maybe you will, but are you going to use it to try to generate some income to supplement your income once you retire? I won't, uh, I'll already have, I'll have a pension and um, I really don't need the income. So um, I can transfer some of it into an investment account. Yeah. and do that with it. Okay. So I would, I would tell you that you definitely need to uh, get at least 30 to 40% of it in the guaranteed interest account until you get it moved over. Uh, I'm okay with um, keeping, you know, 10% in the small cap and, and, but the, the large cap and the mid cap, I'm throwing that all in, as one, that's 75%, because that's, that, because right now in the environment that we're in, those two things are probably going to act in unison uh, as far as uh, whatever is going on in, this, in, in different economic conditions. They're probably not going to deviate too much from each other. Uh, so I would say that you, you need to cut Maybe that exposure, I don't really care where you get it from, but cut that exposure at least by 10% and, and keep the rest of it going. And then when you roll it over, you're going to have a nice, um, you know, you'll have a, a good, good pot of cash to start reinvesting in, in a biblically responsible, good, strong uh, strategy. And I think that'll be a, a, a great thing for you to do now. But I would do that sooner rather than later. Okay. All right. Appreciate that. And yes, I am a partner, and uh, I'm, going, I'm following your allocation model. Well, that's great. Right. I, I appreciate your partnership uh, a lot, Barth. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. Have All a right. Day. God bless. Thank you. 
Um, you know, I, I got a very interesting, um, I can't find it now. I wish I could, but I'll find it be, during the break. But um, uh, here it is. So there, there is some diversity plans coming out of for publicly traded companies. Where do you hear what they're asking? We'll be back right after this. Financial issues. 610-363-1110. We've got an ag report, but then we're going to try to stick to calls. So cue your call up. We're trying to do a little rapid fire Thursday here. We'll be back after this. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.